0: Um, We are recording whenever you want to start. The mic is hot. Yes. Our journeys come to an end, and what a ride it was. This week, we're going to cover the last 12 episodes of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. This week, on Shonen and Suts. Cody, can you hear me, bud? Are you, are you hungover? Are you are you awake?
1: Oh, barely. You know we're <laughs> we are alive for this special, uh, I guess early afternoon edition of Shonen Insider. Su- yeah, uh, happy, the happy hour version. Yeah, the happy hour version exactly, Chris. And speaking of happy hour, boy, how did you, <laughs> did I drink too much yesterday? <laughs> oh, tell me more. Yeah, if you guys couldn't tell, we're coming to you on a Friday, uh, Friday afternoon here, um. That's because, Chris, we found out yesterday at work, first of all, they, 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 they <laughs> let's, let's just talk about how it started, right? We get to work, we got like 60 seats to build, and then we're done. So we're, all right. we're, we're building our asses off, which 60 seats is like an hour, so we're
0: <laughs> you've got like You've got like a fucking drill in each hand <laughs> and each foot, you're just
1: fucking doing four seats at a time. Yeah, like, that's basically how we're working, because 60 seats, I mean, we can crank that out in an hour.
0: We, we, I hope we don't hear about some fucking recall six months down the line.
1: <laughs> oh, no. We, we, when you're building your last 60 seats at a plant, everything gets sent. We're putting – I don't care if I'm, <sighs> if the seat's ripped. it's go, We're sending it, and it is going in a truck. I don't care. They're going to take oh, 5% yes. off. Um but no. That's right. So we're excited. We're like, alright, we're going to get off early. And then me and the boys are already like, alright, we're going to hit Denny's for breakfast. And then Hot Shots, the bar opens at 11. We can just go from there to there. Hell yeah. (laughs) And then Chris, I start hearing Uh the printers go off. I look behind me. Uh huh. another, like, 250 labels comes printing out. So we have to build 250 more seats. And apparently (laughs) some jabroni on second shift. Just fucking turned off the the printers, so that second shift could get off early. <laughs> Those fuckers. And he wasn't even like a union guy; he was on the company side. Like he he literally. Oh, he,
0: that son of a
1: bitch! And I was, and there's nothing you can do now. Like he's gone. Like, <laughs> oh, nobody. Oh man. Like, we're just frustrated, and then so then we we're like, all right, <clears> well, <throat> well if we get through these and no more printout, this is it. Uh-huh. So then after the the wind was deflated from our sails, Chris, we ended up cranking out all the seats, uh, getting off a little bit early, uh-huh. signing our release papers, and we are. And then the whole on your way to Hotshots. The whole plant went to Hot Shots, and I don't. I think Hotshots might be a local thing here. I would imagine. Oh. Uh-huh. It's like there's several of them around. It's just like up there. I imagine that's like just a sports if bar. If I with like close my, eye.
0: I was going to say if I closed my eyes and imagined a sports bar, yeah. I can there it is I'm, I'm cody i'm there i'll have a bud light
1: please yeah yeah and we and, and there were many bud lights drinking chris
0: <laughs> oh and y'all you're, you're paying happy hour prices too right
1: i have no idea i'm gonna be honest with you it was yeah uh-huh. it had to have been it had to have been it was like two thirty on a thursday it had to have been had oh to yeah been you're, you're, you're living in the time. happy hour yeah. exactly <laughs> Yeah, the, when it was bucket after bucket of Bud Light, we had...
0: Well, yeah, I was going to say, Cody, I, I want to ask you So I don't think I've ever asked you this. Um, and, you know, I've, I've been drinking with you a few times, but never, like, full-on, like, going to a bar with the intent on getting just absolutely fucking obliterated. Are you a can, bottle pitcher or just draft guy when it comes to beer?
1: I think it, de- it depends on the place, really. Um, I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm glad you said it like that. Now, Hot Shots offers six beers in a bucket, so there's no, that, that's me, the my buddy Louie, and my buddy Nolan, so that's two apiece easy, and we're just, mm-hmm. that's, that's what we went with, and then we usually alternate who buys the next bucket, you know.
0: Okay, that's um, per- yeah, you're, you're, you're like me, you look for you look for whatever the best deal is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And if I'm it's sure. like six beers for $5 in a bucket, or six beers for whatever in a bucket, well, Fucking pile them up, country music. That's what we're doing.
1: Yeah, but like if you go to a Chili's and they got the two for one on draft, uh, okay. Oh, my God. Uh, Cody, that's the reason. (laughs) That's the main
0: reason I can't wait for the next Florida tournament. Because when we inevitably pick you up from the airport, the Chili's is right there. Cody, it's
1: right fucking there. That's what I'm saying, man. It's (laughs) just a skip away. Goddamn Um, right it is. Yeah, after many buckets of Bud Light, you know, we played a bunch of pool, uh, did way too many shots. Our supervisor came in. Oh
0: out. baby.
1: He bought us around. We were I mean, we were just getting hammered. We had a, a good chunk of, of workers. I think we had probably like ten of us at one point. And then some of like oh, the, awesome. some of the people that had left the company came up and mm-hmm. it was a good old time. But then like eight o'clock I was like, Alright, I'm hammered, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to sleep. So right. Like, and here we are, Chris. It is it is Friday. Um, no work today, so that's always. That's yeah. The best. And you know, wh- I don't know what's what's coming next for me. What my next work thing will be, but we'll figure that out. Um,
0: you know, the, the world is your oyster, Cody. The, the you the, your whole life is at your
1: fingertips. That is right. I feel like I just. I, I, I'm, it's a it's a whole new world out there, Chris. The sun is shining. Oh, I man. think. I don't know. I have the window closed because. If I see a bright, <sighs> if I see a bright light, I'll probably get a headache. <laughs> you're, you're just gonna fucking melt.
0: Yeah. I could picture you just sunglasses on in a pitch black room, just not even staring at your computer, just talking to the wall.
1: Yeah, that's it's uh, pretty much where I was about 4 a.m. when I woke up and my Roku, oh my like god. the Roku home screen was on, and I was like, "Why is it <laughs> so bright?
0: <laughs> oh my god."
1: Um, but yeah, of course, we're back for another episode of Shonen Insides, uh, episode one twenty five, maybe.
0: Of course, of course, it's one twenty something, man. We're we're in there, and we are finishing up. Of course, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood this week, and we've said it before, we've said it, we're gonna say it again. Cody, the show's damn near perfect. You know, it's.
1: I loved it. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I Chris even before we started the cast, I googled. Plot holes in Full Metal mm-hmm. Alchemist Brotherhood, and mm-hmm. the only thing I could find was just like people mm-hmm. like. I don't think they understand what plot holes are, and they were just like, they knew they were being nitpicky, like they would admit that, uh, but they yeah. like there was no plot holes. They were just like talking about how they didn't like how like Sloth lost, or like I'm like what? It's not a plot hole. You just didn't like how something happened. Like that's no. just like, a fight. And they're like, why? How come you're telling me that? king bradley has this ultimate eye and he couldn't see a guy coming with a sword and i'm like well that's why foo got in the way of his vision so that yeah uh, so that buccaneer could stab through him like did you watch the show you idiot exactly exactly
0: two <laughs> Fu fucking, Fu fucking took one for the team man
1: yeah, that, that's why that whole scene happened so i think i mean even yep. when i'm googling looking for plot holes i can't find any um you just find a bunch
0: of fucking chuckleheads just looking for like you have to make shit up to find something to bitch about.
1: Yeah, um, but you know it's perfect. The show is just perfect. Um, I know people like don't like to say things are perfect, but I don't know what more you want out of a show.
0: Um, yeah, uh, no, it does. I will admit, you know, and this is just me being very nitpicky. It does get a little out there coming down the home stretch um you know when we're talking about portals from the moon and the world like it gets very like like big the scale gets very grand um but it's fine right like you know when you're looking at like kind of like a science religious mixture i mean that's kind of what religion is really when you look at it on a on a very you know simple level it, it is pretty cosmic and grand and just fucking out there um so like that part doesn't bother me so much. Um, I think you and I were kind of talk about this at the beginning of this. Um, i I, I kind of I, I love that that we got an ending, like the show is the show is over. but you know, we could get some adventures, you know, down the road. but I mean, we're I'm saying like like if we if we were gonna get it, we'd have fucking gotten it by now. but yeah, they, they, I wish they would have combined all of that just like into one episode. Just put a bow on it in one episode. Make it, make it, and make it—you know—ten minutes longer.
1: That's all you really needed. Are you talking about like how they leave it open for like Al's going this way, Ed's going this way? They're going to continue studying. <laughs> yeah, and all that?
0: They, those those last two episodes, minus the you know, like the 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 end of the fight with Ed and Father. Like they they could have you know they wrapped that up relatively quickly, but the rest of the episode and then the following episode they all could have buttoned up into just one episode. Yeah, I, I just I, don't think I don't think we needed episode sixty four.
1: Yeah, I think we I need think that 64.
0: as much
1: as we need. Oh, go ahead. I
0: was to say, we need that as much as we need fucking Miller sixty four. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> I think the I think sixty four sounds better than sixty three though. If we're being honest, you know, I think I think it's a better ending point. You know, it's. It's an even number, it's easier to break down. Um, no, but I, I definitely hear you I, I I enjoyed the last episode just because I feel like too many times, and with Full Metal Alchemist, like you said, in 63, they kind of end the fight early enough to where they probably could have just buttoned it up and made it like a full 30 minute episode or something like that. Um, but I, I I also see the other side of the coin where there's some anime where the ending fight ends and you've got like five minutes left or the left. three minute outro and it's like. Uh, how are we supposed to wrap this up?
0: But so. then again, but also too, but all, but here, here's why I'm all for it because we've been waiting for fucking 63 episodes to see Alphonse get his body back, and I'm glad we got a whole episode to just kind of yeah. see him moving on with his life, right? So, like, I, I'm okay that like the the payoff the while I think they could have buttoned a lot of that up. The payoff was worth it because you know we we got to see Alphonse, you know, you know we got to see Ed and go, but you know, go back to Winry's, and we got to see everybody's kind of move on with their life, and that, that you know, to me, that's that was why I, why I continue to say the show is perfect. But I, I would not have hated if they would have buttoned up. But again, this is me, like Cody. I am reaching so hard to say that, and it's mainly because like I just. I wanted to, you know, I was like, all right, cool. I'm ready to move on to the next thing to watch. And it was like, I don't want to sit here for another 25 minutes when I know that we're just going to, we're just kind of putting a bow on everything at this point. So it's just me reaching. I'm reaching real hard to have, like, something to bitch about. But I'm not even bitching about it. It's just like, yeah, this would have been fine. But I still loved it. I loved the way it ended.
1: Yeah, we had to find something to try and, like, yeah, it we wouldn't be shown in the perfection that is the show. <laughs> like, exactly. Like how we usually will be like, ah, these intros kind of sucked. But then, like, they bring the intro or the outro into the like mm-hmm. the the background of the scene. And you're like, fuck, that was a good outro. That was a good intro. Like, exactly. Never mind. And it,
0: until they do that, you're like, it's okay. Until they, you, I think they're very average until they blend it in with the episode. And I'm like, oh, it's perfect.
1: Yeah. Who wrote this masterpiece? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but of course, you know. Spoilers ahead. I know we said some, but you know the show's been around for 10 years, so you'll be okay. Yeah, fuck yourself. You should go watch (laughs) it. If you haven't watched it yet, go ahead and watch it. Yeah, and of course we're covering from episode 53 until 64, Mm -hmm. the ending here. That's Um, right.
0: The end of the road on a scale
1: of one to boys to men. We are at the end of the road. That is right. Of course we do have the movie um, to cover, which is Conqueror of Shambhala, or is it the other one? Shamb- Conqueror, Shambala is the original one so
0: it's whatever the the, the the moon and the stars or whatever the fuck it's called
1: i'll find it the princess and the flame yeah. the something i don't know yeah the flame and
0: the moon or whatever yeah. it is uh, the couch uh, hey diddle diddle
1: it's something yeah but that's what we'll be covering uh next week i so look forward to that and then chris we're not quite done with full Metal Alchemist. Um, which isn't, a, isn't a bad thing, usually, but of course we have yeah. to go back and we have to cover the other huh. two uh Netflix live action. Oh my
0: god. Cody, and I think I I'm not happy about it, but that also kind of segues us into our the rest of our news that we have. Uh you know, speaking of Netflix and live action, Cody, we just seen that their uh Netflix is looking to do a full uh, a live action, a live action My Hero Academia movie, which I think is just such a such a misplay. It always is, Chris. Um, oh my god! I, I don't like. Know. I just, like the <laughs> words can't even form in my mouth how much of just a mistake that is.
1: Yeah, it's it's just gonna be, horny as hell. Um, gosh. Like.
0: If they're gonna here's the thing, man. If they're gonna do a live action of a property, look, I'm fine if that's the route you wanna take, but don't try to tell the UA story. If you're gonna do a live action movie, you better just make it about like young All Might in America or something, or young All Might in Japan, or him becoming all you know what I mean? Like, don't try to get all a fucking UA in there, like you need to tell a different story in the universe.
1: Yeah, I just have no interest in it at all. No, none. And that's a
0: shame because I loves me some my hero, but I have I don't give a fuck about this one.
1: Yeah, it, the moment I hear live action, I'm just like, "Why? Why?" Yeah. Make something else. Like you you, yeah. you, you as a movie director, you're like, "I can't actually make something that I uh, that I can call my own, so I'm just going to piggyback off this right here."
0: I'm going to steal somebody else's hard work and just uh call okay. it my own. Shit all over it
1: is all they're gonna
0: do, and then and then, and then blame the fans when it sucks.
1: Yeah, of course, That's how that works. But mm-hmm. you no, know, it's something we're gonna cover, of course. Um, unfortunate, but Chris, we do have some better news. Uh, you sent me. Oh, I'm listening. You sent me some or a link to uh, the next Studio Ghibli Hail Miyazaki film. Yes, and I I think that. I mean, that has to be the most exciting news of the week, unless I'm missing yeah, something. Don't,
0: don't, I don't know what it's about, and I'm already, I already can't wait to see
1: it. Yeah, do we have... Let me to find the article you sent me. Hmm. One second. My computer's just freezing up. We don't well, actually have, right. like... Oh, it's How Do You Live is the name of it. I couldn't remember if there was a name for it. Um,
0: How do you live, Cody? How do you live?
1: Four mile at a time. Oh, wow goddamn right goddamn right uh but it will open in theaters in japan on july 14th 2023 so okay we, we still got some time you know we still got some time to
0: yeah we probably got upwards to damn near a year i would assume because if it opens in japan in july we we might see it in the states maybe like se- september october
1: yeah, maybe ho- hope, hoping you know christmas comes early and we get it for maybe oh, winter season i can't that'd be, wait that would be fine with me
0: um Way to warm my heart and soul next holiday season.
1: Exactly. And then, of course, we have uh, Suzume. Still on its mm-hmm. way to the. I think it op- opens up here in April. Um, nice. but it Still has, has a
0: rocket strapped to its ass over in Japan.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It is now the 16th highest earning anime film of all time in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see here. This looks like some old stuff that I've already read. Um, but it, it's, I mean, Chris, this movie is just, like you said, it's, it's got a rocket ship sh- strapped to it. Like, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I know I, y- y- I can watch it online already, but I'm not going to do that because we're going to the theater, so. Um, yeah, damn right for, we are. I believe that's April 14th is when it opens in the States. Um, April 12th, like, places around Asia, like, I don't know. April twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth is when we get it. So,
0: do you think it'll make more money than Avatar: Way of Water? Fuck. It. Is that out now? I... <laughs> uh, it comes out. It comes out this weekend, or yeah, it came out today.
1: Another thing I just have no care in the world for. Uh, thank you. Fuck. Thank God, Cody. <laughs> um, Sam wants
0: to see it. Like my wife wants to see it and because like she just likes movies she she likes blockbuster movies like it's they're just fun popcorn movies and i'll probably watch it but oh, yeah. i'm not going to like people like it, it's getting like very like mixed reviews like people are saying they love it it's the second coming of christ and some people are like i don't give a fuck this movie should have come out like a decade ago
1: i mean even the first one like it looks really cool but like oh i not it's not like a groundbreaking a story i've seen this story in and... Plenty of no, Forms of media, so Yeah, Jake Jake Sully's Blue Alien Fuckfest is what <laughs> I call that movie. Um but yeah, I mean um, obviously like you know, graphically and like I guess I don't know cinem- cinematically, if that's even a word. Who knows? Yeah, sure. We're still sure. over over Um <laughs> like it, it visually it's very impressive. Um yeah. but, you know.
0: That's right. Speaking of, uh, you know, Cody, you're just setting them up and I'm cranking them out of the park. Speaking of visually impressive, um, some more news about our old pal Junji Ito. So he's, you know, we, we, we love art, you know, very, you know, his art specifically, you know, very like macabre, horror, horror style imagery. And that's kind of what he's known for. Um He's doing art for this recent for this next Magic the Gathering set coming out, and they've already shown like one of the big cards that he did the art for. It's a uh, a new version of Elish Norn. For anybody who plays Magic, uh, Elish Norn is basically the head of the Phyrexian Praetors. When you think Phyrexians, they're just this think like the Borg off of Star Trek, but worse. They're like this very like assimilative, you know, almost. Religious fanatically, it's a weird it There's a lot of lore to kind of dive into, but uh, it is. I'm saying all that because it is the perfect canvas for someone like Junji Ito to draw, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, because I, I sent you the pick of the one card, and that is like that is peak Junji Ito,
1: yeah. And Chris, I know we talked about before the cast that we thought that he did another set before this. Yeah, he, he did I'm his own to, secret layer. I was trying to think. I might. I I'm getting it confused with Amano. Mm. Amano did mm. when he did like Liliana yep. and all that.
0: Yep, yeah, he did that back in War of the Spark. Um, and Jun- Junji Ito's had his own like secret layer, which of course, if you don't know what secret layer is, it's these little special like releases that Magic does. They just take a handful of cards. Sometimes they're, you know, different IPs, or they're just, you know, they get a different artist to come in and do different versions of already existing cards. Um, So they've got a Junji Ito one, and I, I, this may be sacrilege, but there's, I know there's another secret layer for the artist who did, like, all of the artwork for Metal Gear Solid, which I, I, pardon my ignorance for not being able to rattle that name off the top of my head, but... (laughs) We know we know that artwork is gas, and Junji Ito's artwork is gas, so I think that's really cool. i love I guess I'm saying all that, Cody, because I love just seeing like east and west like mediums kind of blend i you know I'm all for it
1: oh absolutely, yeah and any like the art like, form is bigger than the region, you know absolutely, any sort of like collaborations like i th- I think that stuff's awesome um,
0: yeah, I agree. I concur
1: yeah, looking forward to seeing more of that, um yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that's probably it for the news. I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Cody. Well, you know, with with the news being done, before we dive in and you know put Full Metal Alchemist, you know, Brotherhood to bed, I need to know what a. Tell me about the hair of the dog that you're having right now. What what you drinking?
1: Damn, that's not a big one. Not a bad crack there, Chris. All right, well, a good one. I'm going to be honest, Chris, I I was not trying to... I said I was going to go to the store earlier when I had texted you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> the bed was saying no. So, I, Chris, my, my uh-huh. last beer in the fridge that I have here is just a remaining uh-huh. of a, a sixer of Natty Light. So I'm just having a natural. Oh,
0: drink. baby. Um, <laughs> hey, look, there's nothing wrong, especially after a big day of drinking. You need something sessionable and crushable, like something just real easy to choke down. Yeah, I didn't want to like go... That. We need a shower
1: beer. Yeah, I wasn't trying to go grab some something I've never had before. Uh you know. No, it especially...
0: would have come back from where it came from. <laughs>
1: exactly. Um but yeah, just I have a nice Anheuser Busch natural light. Um my usually my Friday go to drink actually, Chris. Uh, when I get off work oh, nice. I, I grab a six pack of Natty Lights and that's you know, then I go hang oh, out with man. Pops for a little bit, watch you know, we watch our Jeopardy game. We had a you know, it's it's been a routine for Years and years now, Chris, so...
0: Oh, man, so yeah, what's going to change now, Cody? Are you just going to go visit Pops earlier, or...?
1: I think I'm just going to... Yeah, I'll probably just go over there, like, a little bit earlier, and I don't have to, you know, wear my work clothes over there. I can just Uh just wear human clothes, civilian clothes, if you will.
0: Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. In my head, Cody, I picture you're just wearing, like, a pair of, like, coveralls, and you're just covered in, like, dirt and grime from, from, and, like, when you're working, there's just random sparks going off, you know, like, almost like an 80s metal video, like, that's just what I picture in my head, what every factory is like.
1: Well, that's what I tell people, too, right? But it's actually, like, very, um, very not that, very not messy, it's very, like, clean, and, like, we have mm-hmm. an AC, we have, like, a really nice factory on you wear, like, a blue polo shirt that has yeah. your company name on it. It's just a white t-shirt and some jeans, you know? They, yeah. they used to make us wear safety glasses and steel toe boots, but we kind of just told them to the fuck off after so many years. <laughs> we are like, this place is shutting down, we don't care anymore. Uh, yeah, we, we fucking got it, we're good. Yeah, yeah I, I, we'll have to figure out a new time for the Friday tradition, because uh, my, my calendar is wide open, Chris. So, um, <laughs> oh yeah, but you know, yeah. still, still enjoying the natural light on a Friday. Uh, what about you? What are you drinking today?
0: Well, Cody, I am keeping it classy. Uh, I've been on a uh, been on a wine kick here recently because, like, none of the stouts that have been out this winter season have really excited me. It's all just kind of the, it's all just kind of more of the same old same. So, like, I'm just. I'm just going down the red wine rabbit hole, so I'm just drinking myself a little a a little glass of Cabernet Sauvignon, just a nice full-bodied red on this wonderful Friday afternoon.
1: Love that, love that. Now, Chris, I, I can't remember. Are you off on Fridays like usually?
0: I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I work Sunday through Wednesday, and I'm off on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So yeah, Friday is a normal day for me to just fuck about.
1: That's right. We are off
0: for the weekend. That's right. Everybody's <laughs> working for the weekend.
1: Not us, Chris. We are drinking on the weekend. Uh, <laughs>
0: everybody's drinking on the weekend. Much better. You want me. a piece of my heart? Right. Something, something. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Indeed. Well, speaking of let's go, Cody. Let's uh let's go ahead and let's talk about these last twelve episodes of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. We're going full steam ahead, cause Cody, you know. Where we left off last week, we were really, really excited to dive in to because Roy Mustang is about to get his fucking paws on Envy, and old oh baby, I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, I think it's the next like three or four episodes is just the Homunculi mm. like, getting their shit kicked in, like, and it starts yeah. off with Mustang, and uh, first of all, we have we still have these like dummy. Monkey zombie no. things. They are they are useless. Uh, mm-hmm. When when Roy Mustang shows up, he is cooking these guys. Um, but yeah, um, mm-hmm. not only does does Roy show up and to help out, because who all do we got down there? We have Ed, Scar. Yeah, we, a couple yeah, Ed, Scar we, Yep, and that's that's it. Okay, I was trying to remember. May is not quite there yet. This yeah may, may. may doesn't show up for a little bit um yeah,
0: not until like may doesn't show up until like envy gets there as well because may is currently being pursued by envy well, in the tunnels
1: and i guess hawkeye's down there as well that yeah yeah hawkeye's there with mustang um yeah but yeah he is i mean just laying waste to these mannequin soldiers uh-huh. um meanwhile we have the briggs troops are launching an attack at central command um, we also have some, some, a lot of radio stuff going on on the outside, Chris. We have, like, okay. yeah, and then outside of all this fighting going on, Chris, we also have, um, kind of Breda and, like, this radio host, uh, they're interviewing Mrs. Bradley, um, and, and yeah. live broadcasting it, um.
0: because that's where the rest of Mustang's boys are, not when I say the rest of them, specifically, Breda, Fury. Uh, Lieutenant Ross, who just came back a couple episodes ago, and they're there, like you said, interviewing Mrs. Bradley. It's very, very much like, well, while that's happening inside the radio station, obviously people are listening to the broadcast on both sides of the conflict. And I want to say at this point, too, like the the central troops are they're like, well, we need to we need to shut that shit off. We need to we need to get down to the radio station.
1: Yeah, there's some that are are joining the the quote unquote rebels. Uh, we also have like the uh-huh. Ashvallins, like like the Ashvallin civilians, kind of like spreading spreading the word. Um, yeah, our, our crew is here to overthrow capital, pretty much.
0: Um, that was just a good old fashioned coup d'état, there, Cody.
1: Exactly. Um, but yeah, and then while that's going on, we also have May. May is now uh, in the mix, kind of somewhere in the middle between <laughs> under central command and but not quite to where you know father's like you know the bottom of the dungeon um
0: yep when we last left her she was uh she was locked in combat with envy and uh there those uh those worlds are about to collide cody cuz she is about to crash into where scar and the gang were just were just joined by mustang and he uh you know he he's able to make pretty decent work of these mannequin soldiers that they're uh that they're being overrun with, or overrun by, I should say.
1: Yeah, until, of course, like you said, Envy and May come crashing in. Um, and now it's it's kind of Envy versus the good guys. Um,
0: yep. And yeah. of course, Stars pissed that May's there. He's like, well, why did you come back? You should have just gone back to your country. And of course, like we knew, May, you know, May's a good person. She was like, well, people needed my help,
1: you know. Yeah. She She's a good one. Um, yeah. But, you know, Chris, this he's is the first creeper. time, I think, the first time in a while, at least, where Mustang is face-to-face with Envy. And Envy finally reveals, uh, after oh, dodging my the question God. a little bit, but he reveals that he yep. is the one that killed our, our boy, Lieutenant Hughes. So.
0: Oh, boy, and that sends uh, Mustang. He's hulking up. He, he is He's ready to fucking point the finger in his face, give him the big boot, and drop the leg on him, Cody.
1: Yeah, Chris, and I'm pretty sure for like the next 30 minutes, it is just Envy getting torched. Um.
0: <laughs> oh my god, dude! He, like, I love it because it's it's basically just you know, cue up what happened to Lust because that's what's happening here. And even like, like Envy gets big, and Roy's like, "Why the fuck would you do that? You've literally just given me a bigger target to hit." And he just he is just going to fucking town on it. It's it's crazy, like every time like we see the homunculus like they're pretty powerful but whenever they're in a room with roy mustang he just beats the brakes off of them
1: yeah i think he honestly could have. if it's 1v1 fights i think he kills every homunculus and it's not
0: yeah i agree i i agree the the only one i could maybe see maybe greed because greed's got that shield but I, I think Mustang would figure out very quickly that, like, well, I'll just do what Ed did—change the composite, like, of the carbon or whatever. And then I'll just fucking smoke you.
1: Yeah, like Roy Mustang is not to be messed with, um, and that you know, especially it's even, when he's pissed. Yeah, and it even starts to concern uh, Lieutenant Hawkeye because Mustang basically sends everybody else on ahead because they've got you know bigger, <laughs> bigger fish to deal with here. Um,
0: yeah, but Hawkeye—he's foaming, he is foaming at the mouth to fucking kill Envy.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, eventually Envy starts to run away. We have, we have like a, they kind of try to throw us for a loop here, Chris, because eventually we see Hawkeye point the gun at Mustang, yep. and we're like, yep. okay, so which one, who's who, right? One of these two is Envy. Yep. Um,
0: yeah, because as the chase proceeds through the tunnels, we knew this was going to happen, right? One was going to lose track of the other, and when you're stuck there in the tunnels, especially with Envy having the power that they have, y- y- you know we're going to come across a situation just like this.
1: Yeah, but hawk. I sees right through it. She, she actually fools Envy. She's like, oh, when I'm with the lieutenant, or with the lieutenant colonel, he, he calls me by my first name. And then, yep. of course, Envy reveals himself, and she's like, yeah, he never does that, by the way. He's a <laughs> fucking goof. <laughs> yeah. The double swerve. You gotta love it. And the torching continues, Chris. And, you know, mm-hmm. and we kind of, eventually we flash over to Ed and Scar and them, and, like, Ed's kind of concerned mm-hmm. about Mustang's behavior. Um... And Haw- Hawkeye was feeling the same way, and actually Ed and Scar turned back. And they... Yeah, because Scar is like,
0: I-, I know exactly what he's going through. So, yes, you are absolutely right to be concerned about him.
1: Right. And so, the, you know, they basically go back and you know, they're all kind of like confront Mustang like, look, you gotta... This is a bad path to go down, even if you torch this kid... Which, mm-hmm. I think at this point, Envy is back in his little worm state, like under Mustang's boot. Mm-hmm. Like, which, oh in, man! In my opinion, I think you torch him. I don't. I don't oh yeah, I, you just you just cook that fool yeah. very quickly. And I and I, think and I, I love. No, go ahead. I, I just maybe I just disagree with some of their sentiments that like, mm. like he's on this path of revenge, but this is the re- he's getting this revenge here. Like this is.
0: Yeah, it's not going to bleed over into something else. Yeah. Like, I I get it. I I guess in a small point, I get it because he is vying to be the ruler of the country. Do we want somebody who is going to be consumed with, you know, some people will say revenge is petty, right? But best believe, Cody, if someone, someone like murdered my best friend in cold blood, it, it would be incredibly hard to not to want to. Return that favor with the most divine of of just fucking retribution.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Man, it's like, and not to mention, this isn't like another human life. This is a homunculus that has literally just been killing people. And like, what are you gonna throw him yeah, in jail not, with Kimberly or like? Right, you, <laughs> you gonna do that? Homunculus jail. Yeah. Like, take him to homunculus court and yeah, like it's just yeah. um. I, I, I kind of disagree with Hawkeye and Ed well, here, and and
0: especially the whole time, Envy's still just trying to turn everybody against everybody, and it's like, like what part of that do you not understand? Like this person does not give a fuck about any of y'all. Kill him. Yeah, I, but I agree. I you. love that. Like, but Envy ultimately gets the last laugh here because Envy takes himself out.
1: Yeah, it rips out his own philosopher's stone.
0: Yeah. Which is and I, I like I do like you know this whole thing uh, what I like the most about it is kind of the um you know how Ed just figures out that well I mean that's that's who you are. You, you know you 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 say you hate all this stuff but in truth you're envious of what we have. You're envious of our friendships and our camaraderie and certain things. So like it was it was really cool to see that um that ed kind of figured out what envy was all about but again still like at that point just cook him like yeah. don't let don't give him the satisfaction of ending his own life
1: yeah yeah i agree but you know that's another homunculus down finally envy no more <laughs> warming around literally like he is he is dead dead exactly uh, and mustang kind exactly. of thanks, Haw- thanks hawkeye and he's like you, you know you guys he says you guys were right all this stuff and you know he's mm-hmm. back together o- onward we go um
0: because now we're back to uh, we're the uh, the final chapter here of Armstrong the, the Armstrongs versus Sloth. That's
1: right, man, and you know it was looking a little rough for for the Armstrong family, I would say, um, mm-hmm. especially like I think we left off right as I think Alex had or yeah Alex had stabbed him with like the giant like spike thing through the ground. Oh and yeah, then the mannequins
0: like, started coming in. Yeah, so yeah. There, there's a lot happening
1: in this room. And he revealed, I believe before this episode, he revealed he was, like, the fastest to lock a monkey lie and all that stuff. Yeah. I um, think, Chris, we get, <laughs> we get some reinforcements that show up. And I just yes, mean, we do. We get yeah, a housewife, cause, Chris.
0: <laughs> Goddamn right, because my man, this is one of my favorite episodes, because my man Armstrong is getting, uh, he is getting fucking... Well, one of my favorite fights because this again over the next couple episodes we're kind of you know we're we're kind of all over the place all the different fights that are going on here in this kind of final climax. Um, but our Olivia is pretty much down for the count. Like she she's dusted. She's she's not doing much more fighting from this point on. And my boy Alex has stepped in and Sloth is beating the shit out of him. Like. Just fucking just taking the wood to his ass before we get the reinforcements from our favorite housewife and uh, our favorite our favorite husband.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You get Sig and uh, Izumi show up. With yeah. The, the nice flex off with Armstrong and Sig, <laughs> dude. And they handle fucking sloth like it's nothing. Yeah, they really do. He he gets his shit kicked in at this point. Um. Absolutely, and you know you like and, to and that,
0: that yeah, but you know we love to see it. Well, that fight pretty much wraps up, because you know, and, and we're kind of j- skipping around here. Like we said, the these next couple episodes are all of the different fights that are happening. Um, meanwhile, over in um basically the the North Gate of Central Command, this is where Buccaneer and Fallman and a lot of the Briggs guys are. They um they want to say they capture like the main office here. Like the like the like this is the Fuhrer's office. This is like the central command post. Um, and I want to say it's here. I, I, I'm trying to remember who, who who they get here. Oh no, wait, no, because I'm trying to think. Because some of the uh, like some of the central soldiers actually join up with Buccaneers' crew at this point because they see like oh, no, I'm, I'm I'm getting it. I'm sorry, I'm getting it mixed up with another general because you start to see some of the central soldiers start to come around because they realize that, like, what's happening with the Fuhrer and the senior staff, it's all, like, they don't care about their troops. They're all going to die if they keep going down this path.
1: Yeah, and I think that's, that's brought on by, A, the radio broadcast, and then Olivier also, like, mm-hmm. kind of exposes one of the higher-up generals. Not, like, a, a very well-known name or anything, but, you know, people mm-hmm. start to join, join the good guys. Um, yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> and then I'm trying yeah, to think if this is when uh, Your King Bradley shows back up. I'm pretty sure it's
0: Uh yeah, it's uh it is about time because they um I wanna say because while that's happening while when that's fight when that fight's wrapping up and all the pieces all all the homunculus are starting to get taken care of, we we've got Hohenheim. Hohenheim is down there in the uh in the chamber with father. Like we've got the re the 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 Slave 23 and the 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 little man in the flask, or whatever you want to call him. Yeah, the dwarf the, in the flask. The dwarf in the flask, little man. What the fuck am I thinking? But, yeah, so we've got that happening. And they've been reunited, Cody, and it feels so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, they have a, an interesting fight between those two. Um, yeah. But, you know, eventually... I don't think we actually get to see like quite the ending of that fight. We just see like the aftermath of it, where you have because like,
0: we see like the true
1: form of what um, of what Father actually looks like. Yeah, because Hohenheim manages to remove what he calls like the leather bag that he's in, which is just a copy of his skin essentially. Um, yeah. But he's still. Which alive. I think
0: it's cool here that uh, that
1: Hohenheim actually like. All of the souls that were killed in
0: Xerxes, like Hohenheim like remembers their names, and you know all these all these different souls and philosopher stones inside of the the dwarf or inside of Father. Like he knows their names, he knows what they're all about. I thought that was kind of a really cool. Uh, I don't know, just a really
1: cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like he, he says, like he he's over all these years, he's been able to pinpoint and like differentiate exactly. between each person that's inside of his Philosopher's stone. And so when, mm-hmm. when Father goes to take his Philosopher's Stone, he uses those souls, and, like, it's kind of hard to explain, um, but he uses those to, like, fight back against him, and that's what Yeah, I told you at the
0: top of this thing, these, these last few episodes get pretty grandiose but, and out there.
1: Yeah, we get, I mean, it's essentially 11 episodes of fighting, um, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of, you know, alchemy and science involved, and, you know, Chris... We're out, we're drinkers here. We don't we're we're no we're no science teachers. We don't know exactly how it all breaks down. No, not at all. I am neither Bill <laughs>
0: Nye or Mister Wizard. Exactly. But um, uh,
1: but he used, so this whole time.
0: No, go ahead, go please. No, I was please, just saying continue. He
1: uses like their spirits to like rip apart Father's mm-hmm. quote unquote body. Yeah, and uh,
0: so we've 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 caught up with everybody except for for Alphonse. Um, he's out there with uh with Heinkel and um. Marco and Yoki, and Cody as they're trying to get their fucking their jeep unfucked from this uh, from the road that they're on, we see a we see a couple of feet shuffling by, and Cody he's back.
1: King Bradley is back with a fucking vengeance. God damn it, Chris! I muted my mic. I was like, the king is back. Oh, but I was. I didn't the, see hail of the king, baby. <laughs> I didn't see any audio lines pop up Mike, wait a minute What's going on here? Oh, that's all right The mute button yeah, it's back. Just right there <laughs> but yeah fear king bradley is back and as he is here to, to to kick ass and take names and he is and chew
0: bubble gum and yeah. he is fresh out of bubble gum but uh and what's really cool is like the the central soldiers like they're 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 beat at this point like the it's all over it's all over but the fucking but the handshakes and the uh and the and the hand jobs but um <laughs> He behind King Bradley. I mean, he shows up. He he is pissed, Cody. He is just wearing the fucking white shirt, the 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 pants. He's got his sword, and he Leaves he's just <laughs> so,
1: Yeah,
0: he, he is. He is here to just because. Mm. Uh, but what what's important there is Cody. Like the troops, uh, the central troops get a second win behind our boy here, and uh, the fighting commences to an even more intense
1: degree. Yeah, and so he shows up basically to take retake over Central Command, which Buccaneer and Fallman had uh-huh. just, you know, they work so hard to get through, but then the king shows up <sighs> and just lays waste. Um, oh
0: my god, dude. He just like a one man fucking wrecking through Like I like some of like the best scenes are in this episode. Like, he, he fucking plows through the fire, like, cuts the fucking tank shell in half. And then, like, when he's inside, like, the elevator shaft, you just see, like, explosions happening inside. And everybody's just like, we are so fucked.
1: Yeah, they try to retreat, but then, in, no match. No match. The tank didn't yeah, do anything. An, um,
0: yeah, just an absolute ranching from the, uh, from the Fuhrer here.
1: Yeah, and then, of course, uh, we have... Or Buccaneer, man. Buccaneer tries to kind of be the last line of defense here, and... Oh, man. Just doesn't even see yeah. a chance. I want to say he, like... I can't remember if he cuts his arm off, or if he just destroys the mail like, thing that he Yeah, he, he
0: destroys the mail arm. Like, Buccaneer gets his shit pushed in here, but Buccaneer's a tough dude, man. He is a tough motherfucker, so he, he takes his licks, um... Because I want to say he's, um... He's fighting by himself, but then also, like, Greed shows up.
1: Yeah. Kind of when all hope seemed lost here at Central Command, mm-hmm. the little boy Ling, greed, greed Ling, whatever you want to call him, he shows That's up. That's right, man. Uh, and, and, uh, and, we get, and we get, we get, we get the round,
0: second round, man. This is this is actually round three, I guess, technically for these two. Yeah,
1: uh, and I mean, we unfortunately, you know, doing a podcast about it, Chris, we can't really do these fight scenes any justice, but just know that they are. Oh, not at all. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, they're great. <laughs> Yeah, because
0: none of these people stand a chance.
1: Like it's
0: it's really cool just to see how strong like Pure Bradley actually is. Like he is he is not to be
1: fucked with. Yeah, but I mean, even still, man, he is he is messing greed up pretty bad. Um, mm-hmm. Chris, we got more reinforcements on the way. We got Foo, old boy. Foo shows up. Oh, I love it, and this is so
0: great because Foo is finally going to get his revenge for fucking King Bradley cutting off. Uh, cutting off uh ling yao's arm or not? yeah yeah ling Yao, ling you know, no, no no not ling uh what's her name uh lin lin G, ling
1: lin yeah, yeah. Yep. sorry yeah, I had, he's like so you're <laughs> the all one these that...
0: names run together
1: yeah he's like so you're the one that cut off my granddaughter's arms like oh shit battle of the old heads oh,
0: <laughs> that's right fucking grandpa rumble 2022 or 2010 i guess technically um so yeah, like this was, and Fu, you know, Fu fights. A, he does he, you know, puts up a good fight. You no, know,
1: they're they're getting some offense in on Bradley,
0: but like it's still just not even close.
1: Yeah, I think at this point they still haven't even like laid a scratch on him. Like, but they're, mm-hmm. I mean, they're trying, um, and Fu tries to do one last, you know, hoorah before he bites the dust, and he lights off all these like expl like almost like grenades on his. That he's got strapped around mm. him. Oh,
0: he's got the old fucking. He's got the old the old suicide bomb. The last, uh, the last resort.
1: And then, well, until Fear King Bradley just slices him basically in half, oh, all, all all at the same time cutting the wicks off of like all of the all of the bombs oh, that he had strapped man. to him. So like they didn't blow up, and he's just dead. Like unfortunately, mm-hmm. but you know. You know, with Fu going down, he's still, like, being... I think he's stabbed up in the air by Bradley's sword. And that's when Buccaneer Ooh. comes in from behind, stabs through Fu into Bradley. And so we get our first, our first hit in. Uh,
0: oh, man. And I, because, I, I, uh, keep in mind this time, like, Buccaneer's, like, on death's door. Fu, fucking forget about it. My man is dust at this point.
1: Yeah, so they, they at least died, you know, getting one good shot in on Bradley. Uh, and I think it's here that re- it's revealed that Bradley's wounds aren't like healing or anything. Like, he's yeah. He is, you know, yep. when, he, when he's getting stabbed, he is, he's a real stabs. Um,
0: yep. Cause I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, it Fu actually like takes out Bradley's eye or is it, or is no, no, it, but the stab from Buccaneer is what takes out his eye.
1: I thought they stabbed him in the stomach. Maybe. I'm Or, or no, or is it Greek? Cause like it, they, Fuck his eye up here, too. Yeah, it, it's it's Lingreed, yeah. Um, okay, gotcha. And then, un- unfortunately, Lanfon shows up, but she's too late. Um, she, yeah, she basically is there, but she witnesses her grandfather's death. mm mm-hmm. um, But, you know, like like we said, at least they've got a wound in on Bradley. Like, then, meanwhile... <sighs> he,
0: he, um, okay. I don't know if that happens in this episode or if it happens in the next episode, because... Uh, because the, the fight with Bradley and Ling is coming down to a close um, because, like, after what happens with Fu, Ling wants to take control of the body and finish you know, finish the fight with Bradley. They fall over the side, um, and that's when um, – I want to say that's when Lin shows up, and because she's not strong enough to keep them from falling off the ledge – one of the brig soldiers comes and gets a shot in on on uh gets a shot in on Bradley, which knocks him into like the moat around central and then we kind of get the uh we do get the 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 goodbye here from buccaneer
1: yep unfortunate for our boy you know he fought valiantly yeah and uh, he did but yeah he is
0: dust well, and i want to say
1: foo and buccaneer just.
0: Absolutely, And I don't remember if it's in this episode or the next episode when word gets to um, General Armstrong that um, that buccaneer had kicked the bucket, as it were.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, somebody radios to her, Probably, I think it's one of the brig yep. soldiers at, at Central. Um, yeah. And, you know, unfazed as always, she's like, oh, all right, he died fighting valiantly, or she, you know, some... He' was a man of the North.: Yeah, some, some general type speech that she gives. Um, that's course, right. We shift gears back back in the basement. Um, and we have Ed Mustang let's see it's Ed Mustang, Hawkeye and Scar, uh, and they come across uh, <laughs> who can only be named the Gold Tooth Doctor, Chris, just a, a sketchy This fucker man. Just, just a sketchy guy. I don't actually know if we hear his real name. I, I can't remember. I don't
0: think if we did, we we heard it back in the flashback episode where, because um, this is the same doctor that created King Bradley, and I don't even know if they mentioned his
1: name in that episode either. Yeah, I think even in the like, you know, when they Full Metal Alchemist, like when they say it in the middle mm-hmm. and they show him, it just says Gold Tooth Doctor, and like, <laughs> like man is he's so ratty and like <laughs> just sketchy, like he doesn't even get a full name. Mm-hmm. He it doesn't. doesn't. Um, but Chris, he is down here uh, confronting our group. Not, he's not alone, Chris. He also has the other, I think, 11 pure candidates. Yeah, um, so he have got an Führer army. Yet. Yet. Exactly. Yeah, so he's got like 11 like almost as strong as Fear King Bradley candidates with him. Um, yeah, just casually hanging out in the basement of this place. Just, just waiting for this moment. <laughs> like their whole life mm-hmm. has been leading up to this. That's um, right. And yeah, he's, and he's also the one that's basically in charge of, I guess, activating this gigantic transmutation circle that's all throughout Amestris and Central and all that stuff. mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah, our, our, our boys and, and, and our guys and gals here are in, are in some dire shit. Um,
0: yeah, it's, uh, the, the, the clock is ticking on the promised day here, because um, shit does not go well, Cody. Because these uh these Fuhrer, so, these Fuhrer clones or these other candidates are beating the shit out of our boys here. Like they the team is getting
1: waxed. Yeah, and while while they're fighting them, the doctor is carving up a nice transmutation circle and he, mm-hmm. he activates it, Chris. Um, sure, shit does. And this, this and our um our sacrifice candidates
0: um, I want to say because it drags Ed, Alphonse, um, Izumi and uh well hohenheim's already there who is now conveniently located inside of fucking father at this point
1: yeah he's got a, like a leg sticking out of him his face That's is sticking right. out of one part like we have four of the re- uh, of the candidates are there but they need a fifth one and basically oh boy. in this next episode um i guess we'll go ahead and get this part out of the way uh and then we'll go yeah. back to the bradley fight all right, all right. I mean, that's pretty much... I think, I think we jumped ahead on Buccaneer's death, but regardless. Yeah. That's how that one comes yeah. out. Like, like I said,
0: that's how all of these these last like 12 episodes, there's like 5 different things happening over the course of like 10 of the episodes. Yeah. So it's just a lot of jumping around.
1: Yeah. um, But yeah, in this next episode, uh, you know, the Gold Tooth Doctor is still as crooked as can be. They've got Mustang held down, and they're like, look, you have to attempt human transmutation. He's like, why would I do that if Uh I know it's not going to work? And then they fucking just, like, slice Hawkeye's, like, neck open. Like, well, we're going to... He's like, I'm a doctor, and I can save her. You got (laughs) to, you know, you got to attempt this transmutation. And Hawkeye's telling Mustang no, and Mustang's like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Well, then they're like, all right, fuck it. Hold him down in the (laughs) middle of the transmutation circle. We're forcing him to do it. Um,
0: yep, because uh, because it's not just him. Uh, fucking uh, Pride is there to hold him, to him, him
1: down and make him do it. That's right. Pride shows up to help, uh, which we haven't seen Pride since he. I don't think since he got it was since he gobbled up Kimberly. Like, yeah, that's, like that's so the last time we have him. seen him. Yeah. Um. So not only do the good guys get reinforcements, the bad guys do as well. Unfortunately. Um. Yeah. It's brutal, but it's okay. And yeah, they forced Mustang to do the human transmutation. Um. Basically, just to get open the portal, that's all he has to do, and then he can become a, a sacrifice for Father. Uh-huh. Um, and then I guess we can, we can kind of like, <laughs> jump into the ne- the next part. So he gets brought down to where Ed and Zoomy and all of them are. Chris, uh-huh. Ed, Ed's like Colonel, and they're they're talking like, and <laughs> you get the, you get the sense that Roy Mustang, is uh, like, what? I can't see anything. How can you see me? It's so dark in here. And it's like. Oh, oh fuck! He, he was. Yep. The There's dude, the trade. Yeah, the truth took his eyesight, and just sucks, man. Damn shame, poor dude. Yeah, can't see a damn thing, and he's uh, essentially useless for the next couple episodes until he gets. You know, we get we'll get to that in a second. Um. Yeah, man. Mm-mm. Yeah. And then of course we we get May arrives. She shows up with the uh, the Chimera gang, Gerso Zampano and Darius um and you know may helps with hawkeye's bleeding cuz she you, you know with her alka history and all that stuff um
0: and i want to say here too i want to say here too this is where um goes before or is it after i think it's before must or after mustang comes back cuz the fear the, the actual fear shows up inside the tunnels here coming up soon
1: yeah like when he fell after getting shot by that soldier He, like, found, like, Uh the most convenient, you know, sewage tunnel or whatever it is down there, and just swam through that, and Uh gets himself right back in the the fray of things. Um, And then he starts fighting... I'm trying to remember who he starts fighting with first. Oh, he starts
0: fighting with Scar.
1: Is it Scar first? uh, I couldn't remember if it was Scar next. I guess it it, it, it has
0: to be, yeah. Because that's really his last fight, because while he's fighting with Scar, who he's still... Even though, you know... He's still like his his wounds appear to be pretty mortal. Um but even Scar's like Scar notices that he he doesn't seem the same, but he's still like he, he's he's on death's door, but he is still like
1: kicking my ass. Yeah, and they and they proceed to fight, I think, over like the next two or three episodes. Um mm-hmm. and we, they kind of flash back and forth to that fight. Um again, yep. you know, talking about it doesn't know justice. I think it's probably one of my favorite fights in the show. Um.
0: That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because because he's there. Because he's there with Pride when before they finally take Mustang away. I was. I was. That's right. That's right. He, him, and Pride show up, and that's where they take Mustang. Um, because the whole time they're fighting with those, the rest of those little fucking Führers. Uh, there's like a little transmutation, like a little philosopher stone in a vial that May's trying to get, and the fucking Führer picks it up. Yeah, it's like goddamn. <laughs> like I said we're all over the place because like the, this, these la- this last arc is just all of these different fights happening over the course of these episodes
1: yep and of course or May I mean she is just constantly falling through floors and ending up in an oh even shittier God, situation dude. like oh fighting Envy then you fall into the room full of all the zombie homunculi. Mm-hmm. you know <laughs> trying to heal Hawkeye fall into the room where father has all of his sacrifices and pride's there now and like she sees Alphonse is unconscious, so she's pretty, pretty torn up about that. Um,
0: yep, because the thing here, too, is, like, everybody's kind of woken up, but Al's the only one that hasn't, like, acknowledged where he's at, because, like, his soul is still trapped at, like, the door with his body.
1: Yeah, and then we get to see it from, kind of from his perspective, and so it's him, his mm-hmm. suit of armor self, talking to his, his real body, and he's basically, like, you know, we see how fragile and frail and, like, now nourished, I would say, this, his body is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, as much as I want to I take our body back, it's too weak and I need to help fight. Yep. And it gives him a similar speech that Ed gave him. It's like, I'll, I'll come back for you. I promise. Yeah. I'll... <laughs> poor,
0: poor physical Al. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, I guess I'll see you later. Yeah.
1: Hey, long time no see. Oh, you're leaving? Alright, well, I'll just stay Whoa. here and hope, hope Ed drinks his milk. <laughs> okay. right. Big gulps. All right. Well, see ya. Yep. Uh, but Al awakens, and that's that's number five. Chris, all five are there. Um. But they're not. You know, they're the not gonna is here. Down, they're not going to go down willingly. Um. No. And they start. They start fighting. We have Ed now taking on Pride. Um. May actually trying to fight Father. Uh. Which. Yep. Doesn't go so well. And long.
0: Scar is still on the floor above fighting. Uh.
1: Fighting King Bradley. Yep. Um. So, and so this is where, while Scar is fighting Bradley, I think his—I can't remember if his sleeve gets ripped or what happens, but it—it's revealed that he has like the other, because he has yeah. the destruction tattoo on one arm and he has the reconstruction on the other arm now, uh, from like yeah. it—you know—his brother's research, and he got that tattooed on his arm too. Um, mm mm-hmm. Because that—that's kind of what I think. What helps
0: him defeat? Um, that helps him defeat Wrath.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's—he's he's now using every everything all of his brother's research, essentially, uh, help try to gain the upper hand here. Um mm-hmm. And then, you know, Greed shows up to uh, to the basement fight. Um, but, you know, I mean, even with all that, Chris, they are still no match for father. Uh, no, not even close. He grabs up his sacrifices, um, and they, you know, the solar eclipse is approaching, the, you, have, oh. you know, everything's getting lined up for this I can't remember what they called the day the day of reckoning or whatever they called the, it Yeah, the the promise day. Yeah, the promise day that was it. Um
0: day of reckoning.
1: I'll see you in the steel cage, brother. Yeah, and he activates this transmutation circle and that's when essentially every soul in the country is absorbed. Um, yeah, cuz it
0: actually happens. Like this and this is again, this is probably the most like grandiose part of this whole fucking show. Like a giant door shows up above the city and like the fathers getting out like a giant version of fathers getting out of the door and the other side of the door is at the moon and he's trying to absorb the thing on the other side of the door, trying to absorb God himself. It's just, it gets it gets pretty heavy handed
1: here. Yeah, and I mean we're seeing like Winry collapse. We're seeing, you know, Paneko oh, yeah. I mean, everybody is dying. Like every yeah. human in Amestris is losing their soul. Um, and I don't like that at all, Cody. Yeah, it's it's you never want to see the bad guy succeed in his in his bad guy plan. But no, it, not it, at
0: all. It's working.
1: Yeah, it's looking a little rough. Um, and w- with this, he also like neutralizes everybody else being able to use alchemy. Um, so, mm-hmm. so our our boys are are. It's looking pretty grim. Um, it is. But I like, want to say here too.
0: That, does not it, um, it not stop the Alka history, or I don't remember here.
1: Uh, it might also stop the Alka history. I can't remember. Uh, I believe it does. Um, okay. Then Chris, of course Hohenheim, he has his counterattack. He has placed fragments of his own philosopher Stone across the countryside to neutralize the transmutation circle. And that, it's not quite the reverse transmutation circle that comes up later. I know I'm no alchemist here. Um but it, it's not a full Nelson it's more of a half Nelson yeah, exactly um but they basically stop um father's plan uh, and it's something to do with like the eclipse and all that stuff that were helped and so all the souls get returned back to all the people so it it was like a gotcha moment they're like oh we thought the bad guy was going to succeed but nope
0: yeah, Hohenheim, and because that, that's kind of what the Ishvalans were doing during this whole time. They were setting things up at particular, particular like locations. I think. Or am I thinking of the reverse transmutation circle?
1: I think that's the reverse
0: one. But again, yeah, because that's because like, that's what the Ishvalans have been doing this whole time. They've been like going into like certain locations in the city. Because like, there's a scene where a couple of them, like specifically like the the elder from the earlier episodes in the show, goes into someone's house and like the woman's like, "Don't hurt me! Don't hurt me!" and they're like we're not going to hurt you we just is this this particular he asked if like this is if am i here on this map and she's like yeah, yeah so yeah. like so little things like that is what we see we see like the differentish volumes at different locations throughout the city that coincide with the map that they had been working on previously
1: yeah and then so now they've kind of got the upper hand uh on father cuz he's and obviously severely weakened um mm-hmm. meanwhile upstairs we have scar and bradley's fight um Kind of comes to a close here, Chris, because Bradley actually ends up getting like, he gets the sun in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. From, from like when the eclipse, I think, starts the mm-hmm. I don't know what the, the next part of an eclipse is. Like when the eclipse starts I don't through, either. the end or wane or whatever. When the show's it is. over. Hey, wane's a good word. Yeah, that's, that's a moon word for sure, right? Um... <laughs> like a fucking moon word. <laughs> What's a moon word? I love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then uh, that's, give scar the chance the words yeah, exactly there's waning I'm here, I'm here, I am here for moon words what is it waning and the, obviously there's a full moon a blue moon waning, a oh, half moon somewhere in the mix for sure that's
0: um, like, look i'm not I'm not into like you know astrology or or, or is it astrology
1: um uh, astronomy <laughs> call you know, I'm, I'm not a If it starts with Astro, I'm... I'm, Or ends in an (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a no for me. I say that as I'm wearing an Astro headset to record this podcast. Oh, that's safe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, when the sun reemerges, it causes kind of Bradley to get blinded for a second, and Scar swoops in and uh, delivers what, what it says here on the wiki page, a fatal blow, but rips his arms off, essentially. Um, oh my God! Yeah, he, he gets it's the Jack agreement from Mortal Kombat. That's <laughs> yes, right. Fucking he ends it. This this fight's over. Yeah, and then Scar. This is when he activates the Alka History Circle reverse mm-hmm. super circle that, like you mentioned earlier, that Ishvalans have been setting up. Yeah, we go, we go into the full Nelson here. Yeah, full Nelson. Um, and so yeah, we have Fury King Bradley's dead. The circle's been stopped, now all we gotta do is stop father, and he is, you know, he's not giving up with the fight, this is when he, I think he floats back up to the top, like, uses alchemy to get back up to the the ground level. Yep. And he starts absorbing souls immediately, there's like brig soldiers just standing around, he's like, you're mine, give me that, thanks. Yep.
0: Um, yeah, we've got basically we're coming down the home stretch here of our fight because now our whole our whole team is back together because they are pursuing him to the top. They run into um, to Olivia and the and the, the Armstrongs and everybody else and basically everybody but everybody except for anybody who was injured.
1: Um, I think Olivier and Gerso and like Mustang yeah, um, and Hawkeye. They stay behind. Yeah, Sig. Sig stay I, behind as well.
0: Yep, because he's, pre- he's pretty much the one there to make sure everybody doesn't die. Cause like, and that's where we get this little moment where the, when everybody else goes up, and Olivier turns around and sees the fucking carcass of Fuhrer Bradley on the ground, and she just
1: kind of spits on his grave a little bit. Yeah, he was a bad person. He deserved yeah, him. he was a dick. Yeah, he sure was. Um, but yeah, they're all on their way up to, to fight Father, um, except for Ed. Ed is down in the basement still fighting um, mm-hmm. Pride. And get gets some assistance, Chris. Who would have thought? Kimberly, who is one of the souls that Pride has absorbed, obviously.
0: And that kind of, kind of gives him a little bad case of indigestion, Cody. He gives him the old... the old. He's got, he's got the inside line on him.
1: <laughs> yep. And uh, with that, Ed kind of... It's kind of a weird and, fight. Because it's hard to explain. Yeah,
0: cause like Because, like, he reaches inside of him and, like, like kills him from the inside, but like uses like he's really just got like a grip. on It's a very weird fight. Um, again, this is where we get kind of again we're still getting real heavy handed here. Like,
1: yeah, because I think they say he turns himself into a philosopher stone to. Yeah, and like, was... all right, I... science, whatever, dude. Yeah.
0: All, all all we know is fucking he he grabs him by the fucking skull. Kimberly stops him from like retreating further into like his body or something like that. Kimbley basically puts the, puts his hand in his chest. Is like, nah, dude, we're you're done. You're done. I think, uh, you know, and it's because like Kimbley's a nice person. It's just one last fuck you, you know?
1: Yeah, because I think Kimbley doesn't like the fact that Pride was trying to take Ed's body. He's like, you're going to yeah. go to a weakling human body? He's like, nah, not on my watch. No.
0: Yeah, no, fuck you. Yeah, you're, yeah
1: you're, you're done. You're done. But yeah, so Ed defeats Pride. Pride, now, I mean... The only thing left is, outside of greed, I guess, is father.
0: You know? Yeah, well, also what's left of pride here is like a very tiny little baby with like a little like a nipple on its forehead or something.
1: Yeah, when, we'll, we'll get back to that in a minute here. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. That's when it really gets weird later on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it does. But anyhow, oh, baby, we, we basically have our, our final showdown uh, over the next episode and a half, I would say. And it's, you know, it's yeah. Owen and all the names we mentioned before against father. Um,
0: yeah. And they, they try everything. They, they blast him with mortar shells. Alex Louise Armstrong is in the, like, everybody's in the mix. Even, uh, I want to say even Mustang tries his hand at like a fucking, cause I want to say, cause Mustang actually, I think went with them because Hawkeye, yeah, he, Hawkeye he, actually went out. He, he, he stood his ground and was like, nah, dude, I'm not, I, 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 I can't stay down
1: here. Yeah, he took a little minute to prepare, and with the help of Hawkeye kind of being his eyes, um, no pun intended, yeah. um, he starts you know, snapping his fingers and lighting up fire. Snapping
0: but his fingers? Even, even a that, little John video.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, but, I mean, even with all that, Chris, they, he is still not going down. Like, and they're trying to not get like him to that. use up his Philosopher's Stone.
0: Um, yep. It's a very video game kind of fight where like you gotta wait till the phase is done so you can actually hit him.
1: Exactly, yeah. Um but I'm trying to think of what else happens. Uh at one point he, not, he, hits, not much. Him, he hits him with like some giant bad guy attack. Um an owl, oh, yeah Alphonse's armor gets you know, practically Threaded. destroyed protecting May. Owenheim takes a rough shot <laughs> protecting Ed and Azumi um yep, but like classic
0: like piccolo in front of gohan yeah. arms out
1: yeah exactly that's exactly what it was
0: um yep it's so funny cody how like for such a like a i mean i guess that in the scope of dragon ball that's a very big deal because piccolo never did nothing for nobody up until this point um so Piccolo's I love how that
1: becomes, <laughs> he thinking. was,
0: he was a, he was a bad guy before all of this happened. And then you see him like sacrifice his life for Gohan. And, and that, that that stance has become like, that's like an anime thing now. Like, like the pick of the piccolo thing has become like an anime trope. And I, I love that. Like this, this show is not immune to it. Like they're not above it.
1: They they know they know a good step in front of something when you see it. Yeah, you got to pay your homage. You know, without Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, there wouldn't be a there wouldn't be a That's lot right. of anime tropes. You know, we wouldn't exactly. have exactly a hundred shonings with our main character having mm-hmm. some like deep pent up thing inside of him. Uh, we we would just have suds. There wouldn't be any shonings. Yeah, there. there would be no shonings. Yeah, there would be no. But, you know that that's a, that's another cast for another day, Chris. Uh, that's right. Back to our fight here. Now uh, Greed joins the fight, and Father attempts to take Greed's Philosopher's stone. Um, which I think mm-hmm. is where he he slipped up, as when he does yeah, that, he fucked up. It gives Ed and Alex and Izumi the the chance to like fight back, and then Greed does some some reverse carbon thing. I don't know. You see, like Father Turnhall, he starts to get like it almost looks like the ultimate shield. Uh-huh. But then it's like dissolving, like it's it's not it's not. And greed explains it, but you know, again, we're no we're no alchemists here. Uh, he does some reverse no, psychology on him, and it's, it's it's like the weakest form of carbon. Um, and That's yeah, when it's... I think when they punch through his stomach. Uh, but then Ed gets blasted away from another attack from him, which destroys his automail arm. arm. Um, and that's when we get Al's kind of sacrifice here, where with the help of May, he's able to perform a transmutation, and he trades mm-hmm. his own soul for his brother's right arm.
0: Yeah, because yeah, Ed's like pretty much pinned down here, and Ed does not have his uh, because like his automail arm's like been destroyed at this point.
1: Yeah, and his other arm has like been ran through like rebar and concrete and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, so he's, I mean, he's pretty much just fucking useless until Al. Um, like I said, sacrifices his soul for Ed's arm back. Mm-hmm. And then of course, Ed, Ed's this whole, much to his dismay, he's like, no, Al, don't do it. And then, of course, w- with that being done, he gets his right arm back, and then... And his second oh, wind. Yeah, and just absolutely fucking... Because it's tlo- clobbering time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and just annihilates fucking father. I guess this is when father tries to take greed's uh, Velocity. Yeah, so I, I put the cart before the horse a little bit there, but
0: oh, that's alright It all kind of it all kind of happens at the same time. But that's the catalyst for Father to finally be defeated.
1: Yep. And you know, we we've beaten the bad guys, Chris. Um, we got the crown. We saved the town, and Roy Mustang. Exactly. Um, and now everybody's bummed. Of course, Al sacrificed himself. Um, mm. We got philosopher stones. I'm pretty sure just laying around, uh, and they're like, "Right, they're just
0: everywhere." It's
1: like I won't use that to bring back Al. Hohenheim offers mm. up his life, and Ed's like, "No shot, not happening." Um, and then Ed, you know, he's like, "There's got to be a way I can do this." And he starts drawing the circle, and you know, he yep. opens the door once again, and he sacrifices basically his ability to use alchemy.
0: Yeah, like he's given up. He's given up the uh, hanging, up, hanging up his pocket watch, hanging up his gloves. Yeah, he's he's done. He's, I mean, I, I, I think you've done enough at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely. You you've you've saved the world. <laughs> um, and then you know, door to truth or God, the truth guy, whatever you call him, he's like, all right, go get the body, and then he grabs yeah. Al, and they they walk back into the real world and.
0: And he is naked as fuck. Just poor, poor naked, bony-ass Al just exposed. These people ain't never seen what this kid looks like. And the first thing they get to see is his shriveled-up ass. That poor we, kid.
1: We need, like, a spoof episode of, like, when Al and oh come God. back. <laughs> like, oh, cover poor that kid. up. Jesus. <laughs> Everybody's just like... Put some clothes on. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, oh poor kid. you could just poor hear the kid. jokes like Hawkeye would be like... Colonel, you, you, do, you wouldn't want to see this. <laughs> That's,
0: right. That's right. We envy him
1: right now. Um, but yeah, we see Al's point of view like he wakes up and he's surrounded by all his friends, thankfully covered up. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know, everything's starting to come back to normal. We start to, you know, move on from this huge battle and this huge ordeal. We see, I think the episode ends with Hohenheim returning to Risenbull. Visit uh, Patricia's yep. grave,
0: um, uh, and we notice something about Hohenheim here, Cody. He's uh, he's looking awfully flumbly, kind of like how uh, how Envy was, not how Envy, how Pride was looking coming down his home stretch.
1: Yeah, and it seems like he his Philosopher's stone has run ran out of juice. Uh, and he uh-huh. Gets to see you know his his wife's grave one more time, and uh, mm-hmm. he bites the dust. We have uh, Necco Pacheco. What's her name? <laughs> Uh, I think Pineko is a Pokemon. I'm getting those mixed up. And and, and Plinko is a Price is Ranking. (laughs) And Pachinko, I think,
0: is a... uh, I think it's like like an old-school-like casino game. Yeah,
1: well, not any of those, but... uh, (laughs) Regardless, she shows up and, you know... That's that's like her drinking pal from back in the day, so she's a little bummed. She gets...
0: Yeah, her last, uh, her last shot with uh, her last chance to see old Hohenheim, poor thing.
1: Yep. Uh, and then you know, next episode, Chris, it's it's kind of like our wrap up and recovery episode. We see Mustang, you know, mm-hmm. planning to completely restore Ishval, even though he is blind. Um,
0: yep, he's gonna give it give it back to the people of Ishval.
1: Yeah, and then uh, Doctor Knox and Doctor Marco show up. Marco's got a philosopher uh-huh. stone. He's like, "Look, I think I can return your eyesight." We get arguably the best moment. It's oh Mustang's yes, like, you know, Full Metal wouldn't like me doing this, but I will accept your offer. But first, we gotta heal somebody else. And the phone. And then you rings, hear the Chris. fucking <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Havoc General Store new phone. Who this?
1: Yep. So he he's oh, like, but... "You're gonna heal Havoc first, And then you can heal my yeah. eyes." Yeah. Um, I love
0: it. I love it. Lo- takes care of his people all the way down to the bit bitter end.
1: And, uh. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, speaking of taking care of people, Chris, let me shift gears over to uh, Olivier Armstrong and, uh, old General Miles is back. And, yes. Yeah. Uh, they're treating Scar's wounds. They've had him, like, healed up. Mm-hmm. He's still alive. For some reason, I thought Scar died. I, I don't know why I thought that.
0: Because I feel like he died in the other show, like in the other one. Like, he I feel he like it.
1: he... Did. It's been a long time, again, since we've seen uh-huh. that one. Um, for some reason, I thought he died. But I guess it could be in the original. Or I could just be, yeah. you know, just... It could be, uh, what's that called, Chris? Mandela Effect. That's oh, oh Mandela Effect. Yeah, I don't know what timeline
0: you've been visiting, but hey, whatever. That's right, we're back, out.
1: we're back now.
0: That's <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we get, this is the last scene we see with Olivier before she heads back on to Fort Briggs to, to you know, run her tight ship back up there. But uh, yeah, we get this nice little scene here with, uh, with Miles and uh, Scar.
1: Yeah, with asking for his assistance basically to, to return Ishval and make sure that, like, you know, the religion and their culture and all this stuff is, you know, isn't lost.
0: <laughs> and um, we still don't get his motherfucking name. He's like, you know, I've, I've already died twice. Call me whatever you want. Yeah, call me what you want. Yeah.
1: Um, I love it. And I guess we I kind of brushed over it, but when Greed was losing his Philosopher's Stone to Father, um, essentially Greed died. Ling was able yeah. to live. Uh, due to Yeah, Greed but it sacrifice. was a
0: nice little moment. And it was a nice little moment for Greed, too, because Greed was, like, the only one that had any kind of, like, redemption or any kind of like, you know, like, Oh, I guess this is what, you know, it is like having friends, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Friends that friends that care for you. So there was a really cool little, you know, moment for greed where he was still like in a good headspace and ended up being a pretty okay homunculus at the end.
1: Yeah. He's definitely the number one in my book for sure.
0: Um, yeah. well, we also forgot to mention that Ling uh, actually vowed to be the protector of May's clan.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm getting to now. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. He he has, and they also have the uh, the liquid Philosopher's stone that May was chasing after earlier. Yeah. Uh, he's like, it looks like my clan won, but we're gonna protect you. Yep.
0: Yeah. So they got in there. You know, they're getting shit you know, straight over in Shing. So like, it, it's all like it's all
1: coming up, aces, Cody. Yeah, and one last fist pump with him and Edward, and then Ed and them. Yeah. And now, return to Risen Bull, we see Al, and much, you know, he's got a, a fresh cut. Um, oh, man, he's looking great. Clip those fingernails. <laughs> Thank God he clipped those damn fingernails.
0: Oh, my God, those old fucking crony-ass things. Dog. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. <laughs> Where I get it. I understand, like, if you've got long fingernails for, like, functionality. I know people who play guitar will keep a long fingernail or two. Um, people who fucking snore, <laughs> <laughs> <spoof> or sneeze at <laughs> their pinky, they keep a long fingernail. Look, I'm not judging. You know, whatever works for you. But when you keep them all looking like that, just for, I mean, obviously he had no choice. There weren't no fucking nail clippers in the fucking portal of truth, wherever the fuck they were at. But,
1: I still. Had a, I had to mute Chris, I was dying. <laughs> it <laughs> killed me when Ed's arm came back, and I was like, oh, what are those Oh my god. Got I mean, it off. hoovering,
0: some, back hoovering back, all I'm that home. sneeze,
1: Like... Oh, my God. Al, you could have sacrificed your body just to become a new arm for Al. Or for Ed. Right, something. We didn't trans see
0: those. <laughs> can't tra- you, you can't fucking transmutate some nail clippers <laughs> before you fucking do this? Jesus.
1: <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, we see Ed now return to Risen Bull.
0: Um, and Al's still a little hobbly. He's got his little walking stick. He's He's... Definitely, like I mean, because he even says like, and we knew this was the case when we saw his body. Like his muscles at- his muscles have atrophied pretty bad, so it's a lot of like you know, kind of learning his motor skills really all over again.
1: Yeah, but obviously Winry finally gets to cry, gets her tears oh, of joy, man. moment, she gets to see the boys.
0: Uh, That's right. What a great scene because like she walks by and there's like the pictures of them when they're younger, and they're like, like these are the feel good moments that I like that I'm glad they ended the show the way they did, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we see our new Fuhrer, Chris, old Fuhrer Grumman. Oh, man, <laughs> old Daddy that. G. Yeah, and he's, this is, I think some time has passed, and he's, I think it's two or three years later. And uh, two, two years, yeah. yeah. And he's visiting with um, Bradley's Miss Bradley,
0: yeah. The she, widow
1: of Mr., uh, Mr. King Bradley. Yeah. Um, and then it gets a little... A little
0: weird, yeah. yeah there's a child with a nipple on his forehead there and uh at their home cody
1: but that's <laughs> Salim <Celine> bradley's music
0: <laughs> by god by god and uh and of course like you know it's crazy that they told you know obviously you know miss bradley knows the score and knows what happened you know knows about Salim knew about you know the old fuhrer and grumman's like well we're gonna keep an eye on him you know he's a good kid, but you yeah,
1: know, just in case,
0: you know what happens if something if he does any if things happen like they did before, you know what we have to do, right? Like we're gonna have to just kill him.
1: Yeah, uh, and then uh, we see Al, who is now deciding to go travel with uh, the boys, Gerso and Zampano, on a little road yeah, but
0: trip. First he, but first, he yeah, he goes to visit uh fucking Mrs. Hughes. I was so glad we got some oh, closure yeah, yeah. with them. Yep. Oh, I was so glad. Yeah, because we had Cause only like, seen
1: them in, like, one other scene during this section, and it was like... Yeah. I think when they were looking wanted at the to leave, or wanted to go see her friend. She's like, no, we gotta stay in the house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so and watch they, they were eclipse. watching the
0: Eclipse, yeah, with their, little, with their little slider fucking sunglass things. Yep. But yeah, I was really glad he popped in, and they got to, like... I, I think he really just came a-calling because he wanted some of that quiche that she was doling out, like, in the first episode. Yeah,
1: he's trying to, I think that's really why he came back. Yeah, he wants the Winry's apple pie. He wanted. He's, he's trying to make up for, for lost time and all these... All the, yeah, all the I, the I wish...
0: You know, I found a gripe, Cody. I wish he would have called out, like, been like, hey, by the way, remember that quiche you made that night? I would absolutely <laughs> love to have the recipe Or. And I would love for her to just be like, oh, I knew you were coming. Here you go. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, uh, like, I would have I loved the call back there, but you know, it, it was a very heartfelt like, touching moment, you know?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think in my mind, I think it happened off screen. We didn't see him get to enjoy the quiche, but it, it was definitely...
0: Yeah. It was definitely I, I think she Tupperware. made it, and they ate it
1: before they talked. Yeah, and gave him a Tupperware container for the road, you know? That's right. <laughs> like a foil wrap plate for the road. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he, he's traveling with Derso and Zampano, and they are going east or west? They're going east. They're going east. They're Ed. going east. They're going to go to Shang and then travel beyond Shang. Like, he wants to, well, he wants to
0: learn about Alka history, but I, I know he's going to go, you know, pursue young little May, too, which that's kind of weird, but I don't think they're that much different in age. Yeah, one,
1: I can only hope that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> I can only hope, yes. Uh, meanwhile, Ed he, heading off west. Uh, To do Uh his own research and things like that. And, you know, he's seen off by Winry at the train station. And they have, Mm -hmm. Chris, the most awkward. Um, I think he's trying to. Swivel in exchange.
0: My half of me and half of you. And (laughs) if you have Kurt Angle into the mix, you got a 33 to 3rd (laughs) percent chance.
1: (laughs) He
0: fucking breaks out the Scott Steiner math here at the end. She's just like, shut up.
1: She's like, what if I just gave you all of me? And that's when And then she blushes and it's like, oh Jesus Christ. Uh, it's like just fuck already. And then <laughs> they do
0: because we see Ed with children in the uh in the end credits.
1: Yeah, the end credits scene is cool. It's like a bunch of photographs of like you
0: know, uh-huh. everybody
1: getting reunited, like Alex Ar- Armstrong and um, Maria Ross and Broche. Mm-hmm. They're all together and yeah. he's flexing They're crying. Uh, and, and you know, just a multitude of other photographs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ed and Winry. Looks like they uh, they tie the knot. They got a couple kids. Mm-hmm. See, Al and May, and you know, it, it it's a, one big happy family. Um, yeah, it ended perfectly. Yeah, and you will love to see it. Yep. And I mean, yeah. with that being said, it was that perfect. that yeah, it was perfect. Um. Yeah, with that being said, that I, is Fullman Alchemist Brotherhood, and obviously we do have the movie to watch uh, next week, which is the sacred star of Milos, by the way.
0: Thank you, thank you. I knew it was something about the stars in the sky and the whatever.
1: Which I believe, but, uh, it, yeah. it actually takes place before the ending of this one, uh, mm-hmm. because Al's still in his armor in, in that movie, I'm pretty sure. And I think... We'll check that. And I think... The Conqueror of Shambala took place after the original Full Metal Office yes, series.
0: Yes, it sure did. It was it was like the Shambala was like actually like the ending of that.
1: Yeah, because that's I want to say they get their bodies back in that. Yeah, movie. Um, but again, yep. been a minute since I've seen that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we will be watching the Sacred Star of Milo's next week, Chris. Before we mm-hmm. move on, we gotta we gotta put it up on our rankings board. Um,
0: oh, just just fucking just just get, use the easy pass and just put this fucker at the head of the line. It is number one, Cody.
1: All right, I, I, I figured that was the case, but I didn't wanna I didn't wanna punch it in without uh, confirmation from you. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't dial it in. We we that is the final
0: answer, my friend. Yeah, like like here's the thing, like it's it's tough to you know dethrone the things that have been on top of my list for a while. 'Cause I'm looking at my list now, like I'm pretty certain. Well Edge Runners just got up there, and I still think that's the best show of twenty twenty two. And Castlevania has no pun intended, really been the king of the castle ever since we've watched it. But Full Metal Alchemist is just like Brotherhood's just absolutely classic. And when I look at my top five, like it's uh, it's full metal it's brotherhood, it's Edge, it's Castlevania, it's my hero.
1: Yeah. It's not a bad list. Yeah. At all. And
0: then, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. It's, and then Thomas Neverland.
1: Yeah, with, the, with a hyphen or a, an asterisk next to it, right? <laughs> exactly. Just for, just for season one only, please. Uh-huh. Oh, Chris, did I lose you? Well, what about you, Cody? Oh, Where? There. Okay. No, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I heard you. I, I thought I lost you for a second. Uh-huh. Oh, you're
0: good. We are good. You lost me there for a second. It was not, of course. You know wife's coming home from work so she just called she dialed me up real quick and i had to hit decline real fast uh you are gonna get an earful that, sir
1: oh i am i am <laughs> that's right <I> am. <laughs> that's right just oh, that's pour, right. pour we're, her we're a glass of wine when she walks in the door chris <laughs> absolutely um but for me um i i, I kind of went back and forth on number one or number two and i think i want my rankings to be my favorite anime and so i put brotherhood at number two under death note but if it I know if I'm looking at it in terms of like what is the best anime, Brotherhood's on easily in first place. Um, the show is just fantastic, so that's what I got. I got Brotherhood at number two. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have nothing bad to say about the show. My top, my top five are mm-hmm. Death Note, Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood, and Cowboy Bebop, which, in all fairness, those those are, are actually my top three anime. Period. So. Yeah, yeah we've, I mean, we've it's covered three my, good ones. We've covered my three favorites now, Chris. Um, and yeah. Castlevania and My Hero to wrap it up. Um, it's a good top not, five. Not a bad top five at all. Um, and hopefully, you know, there's more great anime to be covered on, on, our, on our cast here, man. There's, we, 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 we've gotten some good stuff, Chris. Now, unfortunately, we know we have those Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, or the Full Metal Alchemist live actions on the way, which we've got to finish yes. that. Um, I think it's a good way to end the year with. Uh, I agree. And of course. Next- yeah, I, I
0: agree. It was, it was a nice way to finish 2022 on probably the, one of the strongest notes you could possibly have. Absolutely.
1: And of course, next Thursday, we're going to be doing um, Sacred Star of Milos, the Fulmer Alchemist Brotherhood yep. movie. I've got to figure out where we can watch that. I don't know if that's actually on Hulu or not. Um, uh, we can.
0: It might be on like one of the other like anime streaming services, but we can always we can figure it out.
1: Yeah, we'll figure all that out. And then, um, as far as schedule wise goes, Chris, is there anything next week? will be. No, I got, got nothing 26th. going on. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you were free to record. We'll just record uh, on sure Thursday am. regular time. Um, mm-hmm. And then the following, so we got the twenty second. We'll do. Take a Star Milo's 29th. We'll do the second live action movie. And the 5th of January will be the third live action movie. Mm-hmm. So we'll have an upcoming yeah. poll, I think. Um, In a couple weeks? A couple weeks, yeah. So yeah. stay tuned. Uh, and yeah, man, that's, that's pretty much it, Chris. That's Full My Brotherhood. That's a wrap.
0: That is a wrap. And cut. That is it that is it but yeah i don't regret it one bit i loved watching it it's something that i watch pretty often and i'm sure i'll watch it again next year
1: absolutely yeah um but yeah that's gonna do it for us here at shonen and suds i am cody snodgrass
0: and i am chris adams and i better hop off here and call my wife back before she beats me with a toaster when she gets home